This is Jamie Morrissey and you're listening to Underdog Psychosis. Underdog Psychosis is a raw insight to Irish and Limerick youth culture, from entertainment to self-help to politics. If you like this telemate, it's available on SoundCloud and iTunes. I was inactive for a while but I'm back, and as I said in the first intro, I'm going to have fun with this. Thank you for listening. What's the story now, lads? Thanks a million for joining me again. I'm joined by my boxing coach, a fella that's uh, new to EMS, joined the gym here, and a fella I've been working with, I'd say, about five months now at this stage, Sean. Yeah, yeah, definitely through the whole pandemic, yeah. Through the whole pandemic. So this is Sean Kelly, a man that's been around boxing for a very, very long time, a big part of Limerick boxing, a big part of Limerick boxing's future. Um, it's brilliant to be on board with him. We're working very well together. We're just back from Lanzarote. So, Sean, let's just start off, man, uh, by introducing yourself and talking about your background of boxing, man. So, you're, you're a St. Francis man, yeah? Yeah, well, I initially started in St. Francis, started boxing at 10 years old. Mm. I started competing at 11 years old, boxed in St. Francis for the vast majority of my career, moved around to Our Lady Lords, back to St. Francis, a bit of yo yo you know. Mm. But, yeah, I had about over Quite 100 amateur fights, good few titles in there, you know, so a lot of experience, and I just feel now it's the time to step back into a coaching role and see if I pass on my knowledge. Uh-huh. 100%. And you know, so. I think one of the best parts, the most relevant parts to, to your story, what's relevant to this podcast, man, is the fact that you were a full-time barber, a very, a very popular barber, a very successful barber, and you have to put that all to the side now to go and pursue boxing. Yeah, well, I had a good job, you know what I mean? Like, it was, you know, I was busy working full-time as a barber, and I just felt like that wasn't really my passion, you know? That's mm. not what I loved doing. I didn't love getting up every morning, going into work. I was coming home some evenings being like, is this really what I want to be doing? Um... But as I said, my first love has always been boxing. I was, I was always unsure was I going to make a comeback as a fighter or what capacity I was going to get back into boxing. But I always knew by the time I was 30, I was going to be back involved in boxing, helping people out. Like I have kids myself, I'd love to see them boxing on the line. If they don't, they don't, it's not a big deal. Mm. But I always assumed I would be back in some capacity in a boxing gym. And I'm 28 now, so realistically, I decided to come back into boxing last year. I had a comeback fight, had a very good fight against the good lad up in Nina and I just decided yeah I'm going to stick with the sport I'm not going to compete because I can't give the best that I can back in my better days we say mm. so I decided to help out people start coaching people um, Graham McCormick decided that he wanted to move uh, to train in, in Limerick rather than going to Dublin regularly so I said I'd jump on board and help out as part of his team and we really hit it off so mm. Graham asked me would I be his full time coach so we kind of went on from there. Obviously, then Jamie, I had yourself, I had Faisal, a couple of other guys coming to me. Yeah. You know, through social media, a lot of people seeing what we were doing, we were doing good work, and it's really taken off from there. So I suppose since March, I've been coaching in a full-time capacity, and yeah, it's going really well. I'm working a lot with the Donovans, Paddy and Edward, working with Jason Harty, a lot of work with Graham, a lot of work with yourself, a lot of work with Faisal, a lot of work with Pee Wee. Mm-hmm. You know, all these guys. You know, good guys. We're a really good team. We're gelling together. You know, and I think the future is bright for Limerick boxing. For definitely. Sure. For sure, bro. And that's like I'm getting a lot of messages there, left, right, and centre. Bloody Shamrock, who's a Muay Thai page, takes me. Uh, John Mitchell there takes me pro MMA fighter, saying, "Man, you look like uh, Bloody Shamrock was saying you look like you've a proper uh, energy to blow it. A real good fighting community." And that's one thing credit to my coach downstairs there. Like, is with me looking to transfer now to pro boxing and and and, and making a change and stuff for like that. Now, like, it's there's not many environments where you'd have coaches from different backgrounds and coming into the gym and him happy to me going working with you and you so and you so inviting in the first place to come and take me. There's a proper community down here, man, and it's everyone helping each other. That's that's the reason you know the future's going to be bright. 
right, like, you know what I mean? And that's something you won't see a whole lot in other counties, like, you know? You see, yes, so first and foremost with Limerick. Limerick is a sporting city. You know, we get behind the hurlers, we get behind, uh, we get behind Munster for as far back as I can remember, you know? Um, anytime there's a soccer match on, you know, everyone is behind Limerick, the old Limerick 37, so on and so forth. But I just feel sometimes boxing and fight sports, like Thai boxing, uh, had been forgotten, you know what I mean? Mm. They had been just kind of pushed to the side. But I just feel like me coming down here working with you guys, you know, I'm willing to learn, I feel like, you know what I mean? I'm very open-minded when it comes to learning. Mm. And as I can see, you guys are as well. So I reckon us working together is going to be really good for boxing as a whole, for Thai boxing as a whole. Everyone you know, can train together, we'll gel together, we'll bounce off each other. As they say, iron sharpens iron. And that's what I'm here to do, learn off you. And I hope you can learn a bit off me as well, you know? 100% man, and we are learning. And something that, we're just back from Lanzarote, man. That was a phenomenal treat. And yeah, it came, it came at a great time, man, for uh, Especially being new to the boxing team, it came at a great time to kind of blend in, meet meet the boys on a level where where you're living with them and you're training with them and it's a training camp and you're getting to meet these, getting to know people better. Like you know what I mean? It came at a very good time in that sense when we trained with each other for so long. I must have sparred Edward fifty times at this stage, but it was good to be able to relax an evening with the boys and build up some sort of uh, what's that? Some sort Bond, of I suppose, yeah, exactly, yeah, man. Yeah. You know yourself. But it was a great trip in that sense. That's something we'll be looking to do in the future quite a bit, man. Without a doubt, bro, as I said, as an amateur boxer myself, you know, I used to box every year in championships. Every year without a fail, I boxed in a championship. And I never lost in the Munster Championship or nothing like that. So every year I was boxing in All Ireland. So as a schoolboy, you stay up in Dublin for a week. Mm. You go up on a Monday, well, I don't know what way they've changed now, but back in, when I was a schoolboy, you used to go up on a Monday, you'd weigh in and you'd stay there till Friday and you'd have your whole championships in the week. And as I said, I trained with the boys in the club Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. But you didn't really know them until you went away with them 100%. and when you go away with someone you, as I said there's a bond and you develop a closer friendship and when you're that close to each other I think you train better together as I said like Jamie me and you were, we know each other quite well if, me, if I was still boxing and me and you were sparring and you beat me up on a Monday because we'd be so close it wouldn't bother me but yeah. you know if you are really close to someone you might hold a little bit of bitterness and I might kind of turn you away from it I, I feel like boxers really need to be close together you know to, to push each other on and excel in the sport realistically you know that's a great way of looking at it man it really is and I suppose like yeah and then when you're once you're once you're once you have that bond built up with someone, as you said there, if you do take a few shots on a Monday and you know he's getting better, it's not so hard a pill a pill to swallow. Like you know, no, I mean? it's once not. You, you see, the unfortunate thing about our sports is they're not team sports. There's pros and cons, right? Okay, the the pro in this in these games is okay. You're in the ring. It's you and your man in the ring. Okay, obviously you've got your coach in the corner, you've got your boys watching outside. But if you get tired, you have no one to pass the ball to. Mm. So at the end of the day, you get all the glory. But if you fail, it lies with you as well. You can't pass the ball. But what we're kind of bringing to the table is a little bit of a, um, I suppose, kind of team morale. You know what I mean? Like we all, we're all going to cheer each other on. Like even our track session the other day, we did a great track session the other day. So even the last man only had to catch the next man, if you know what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. you're, you're always with someone. There's a teammate always Michael next to you. competitions. Exactly, it? small little competitions. You only have to beat the man in front of you. That's all. But like I said, I think there was eight of us on the track the other day, which is a great team. We had two young lads as well. You know, we had Keen and David, who I think is going to be good boxers as well. Especially Definitely. training with you guys is really going to bring them on. So as I said, I think this team spirit is really going to make everyone excel. I want to tell you, man, I've boxed sometimes, we say, I made, I don't know, maybe 10 comebacks mm. when I wasn't boxing and I've trained, we say, even, a couple of times, Shane Daly, who's a great coach, who coached me for a lot of my boxing career, I went back and it was just me and him training. Mm. He was training me for particular fights. 
and it was so hard to get motivated because I was just going down, just training on my own. But as I can see, you guys are bouncing off each other. Mm. You come into the gym, you're smiling, you're happy, you're joking on the way out. As I said, what happens in sparring stays in sparring. You don't mind if you take a knocking because it's after mate. Mm. So, you know, it's a great morale to have, I think, you know, 100%. and that's what we're looking to build going forward. And as regards going away, that's definitely something I'm looking to do going forward. Not only are we making connections, going away and meeting different coaches, but it's team building. Mm. You know what I mean? We're all building a real close friendship and it's definitely something I'm going to look to incorporate maybe two to three times a year and bring the amateurs away with the pros just so they can see how they really train full-time, you know, which will be good going forward. It's a class way of looking at things, man, it really is. And I think it really helps, Sean, as well. Like, you know, you were cutting the fence there. You were saying we're cutting the fence between a comeback towards boxing or stepping into the coaching world. You knew it was going to be boxing, but it was competing or coaching. Mm. But it really helps. The fact that you could still, you know, if you put your mind to it, you could still compete. The fact that you're still in your youth, the fact that you can, you're still just so close to the game in that sense, that really helps, man. Because even those little insights mm. of bringing the amateurs to train with the pros and stuff, as fellas get older and get more distant, there's things that they might lose. Exactly. Well, listen, bro, 100%. Look, I wouldn't completely rule out a comeback for myself, okay? I wouldn't mm. know. As I said, like, I, I, I need to lose a bit of weight to begin with anyways, like I said, but I'm sure maybe five or six weeks training, I'd lose weight, or get fitter. But I don't know if I'd really go back competing at a high level. Like mm. I said, I spar regularly enough. I might spar every two weeks. Jeremy, maybe three weeks, but I love that. I love taking a shot, I love giving a shot, I love slipping, I love using my footwork, you know? So as I said, boxing for me is a part of life. Whether I'll compete again, who knows? Probably not, realistically, because mm. I'm really in love with what I'm doing. But, um, yeah, as I said, you know, it is good that I'm so close to the sport um, still uh, because, like, I flirted with the idea so many times of turning professional myself. Like, at 18, I was contacting uh, managers and promoters in America and England because there was no pro boxing in Ireland. I went down, I think I went down to Kenmore and St. Francis at one point, and I said, look, Ken, I want to come back. I don't want to fight as an amateur. I just want to go pro. And, you know, he was all up for it. I don't think, I probably didn't have the dedication myself at the time with a lot of other things going on outside the ring, but for me, pro boxing was always a big thing. The allure of the fighting under the lights was a big thing. And I never actually done it. Mm. I sparred, I don't know, countless pros over the years, and I loved the whole idea of it. But as I said, integrating amateur boxing into professional boxing is a big part of pro boxing these days. Mm. Back in the day, you had the old throwbacks, the tough guys, the guys who went out for their slow, steady runs, and they looked... Uh, go out and just bang it out. That was pro boxing years ago, whereas there was a skill to amateur boxing. Mm. But as we can see, the top, top athletes now in pro boxing, you've got your Anthony Joshua's, okay? Anthony Joshua, the pinnacle of heavyweight boxing. Uh, Tyson Fury as well, two great amateurs. People mm. forget how great an amateur Tyson Fury was. Anthony Joshua, Olympic gold medalist. You've got Yusik, a top fighter. You know, another Olympian, you've got Lamachenko, another Olympian, uh, Terence Crawford was one of the top um, USA am amateurs. You know, All amateur pedigree. Yeah, that's where it's coming from, bro. And as you can see, these guys who are using their good footwork, their good hand speed, and they can convert it to the pro ranks successfully, they're the guys who are going to the top. And that's what I think we're going to try to do here. Like, we've got Paddy, okay? Paddy is like, you know, Paddy is the best, I think, in Ireland. Mm. That's what I look at Paddy Donovan. I believe so myself. In yeah, I think, as I say, now, what I'm talking about, I think he's the best. I think he's better than everyone in Ireland. No, he's not as successful because he's only starting out. But as talent, raw talent, I think he's the best fighter we have in the whole country. We're working with him. We're going to, you know, as I said, we're going to kind of imitate some things he does. Now, everyone is different, so we can't ask everyone to box the same. But if we can bring that top, top amateur pedigree with foot, footwork and hand speed off to the pro ranks, I'm, I know we're going to have a very successful team, you know, down the line, without a doubt. And is this coaching thing like this decision that you made recently, is that something you wish you did sooner or do you think it came at the correct time? Uh, well, look, as I said, I was working full-time as a barber. I wouldn't have been able to 
dedicate much time to it. I was working till six o'clock, you know, every day. I was like, I've got three kids, man, you know. Mm. Coming home, seeing them is a big part of life as well. But now, as I said, I train some guys. Like, let's be realistic. Ye and uh, you, Paddy, Edward, Graham, Jason, Pee Wee, ye boys are full-time fighters, okay? Mm. That's the way it is. So I can train you in the daytime, I can train you in the afternoon, train you in the evening. I'm more flexible at the moment to do that. If I was working full time, no, I probably wouldn't have the time to give it, realistically. So I think it did come at a good time. I think this pandemic made me sit back and realise what I really wanted in life. Mm. I think maybe it did it for a lot of people as well. I know we're really not over yet, and when we are, that's when boxing is going to take off down this side of the country, 100%, you know? Yeah. As I said, I've been talking to a guy this morning, Kieran Farrell, he's a really good guy. I speak to him regularly, and uh, he was just outlining a few plans he has for um, shows on this side of the pond. He's in England at the moment, and he's a really, really successful manager, promoter. And coach, but um, he seems like he's really onto something. And even on BT Sport, I think yeah, he's on he got BT a big Sport. Yeah, he got he got a guy in, and the guy was an away fighter, and he got a good win. So, like I said, Kieran is a really good guy. And just talking to him this morning, I get a buzz out of that. And I I can see what he's built in Manchester. I have a feeling, like I said, down the line, when the restrictions ease, I feel we're going to build something really good here down this side of the country, mm. without a doubt, you know. And that's what like uh, they say that BT Sport and Matchroom are kind of monopolised now with the pandemic shows and stuff. But they say that Kieran Farrell looking to do shows, well, he's a great breath of fresh air coming in with. Man, his. it's great to see such a young guy as well and Kieran was a really good fighter as well you know mm. a bit of a kind of a tragic end to his career the way he finished because he could have been really good but you know he's still in the game he's still doing really well and like I look at guys like Kieran Farrell how he's doing over in Manchester like I said we were initially meant to go over and train with Kieran there last week but he wasn't around he went down to London he got a really good fight and they got a really good win you know so we're gonna you know reschedule that trip for maybe two or three weeks we're going over and these are the guys I want to be working with to bounce off these guys learn off these guys and bring it back here and see can we um, kind of recreate some of their success you know for sure and if nothing ever comes to these trips if nothing comes to that particular trip or, do, or, the, or the previous one again at least then oh we are next time man you're building these connections you're man, building, it's all about building relationships this, is, this, this isn't just this game this is life no matter what walk life you're going to or what career you're going to connections is everything as people say it's not watching all it's who you know mm. as I said like okay let's just bring it back to Paddy Donovan again look at Paddy's manager and his mentor Andy Lee Andy Lee top top fighter one of Ireland's best ever fighters mm. man I'm telling you straight out so so good it's unbelievable people don't realise how good Andy Lee was but on top of everything Andy's a really nice guy mm. he's really approachable and he has a lot of good connections and that's what's going to be really good for Paddy Andy is a top coach as we as we know he's you know he's Tyson Fury's coach like realistically yeah, you know yeah. the guy has a brain for the fight game you know as we can see by the way he speaks when he's uh, analysing fights really he, articulate really articulate the way he speaks but his knowledge of the game is second to none like he trained with the best Emmanuel Shore he trained with the best amateur coaches Zara and Billy Walsh the guy has a brain for boxing, but as I said, not only your brain will only take you so far, your connections is going to bring you the rest of the way. And he's well respected by everyone in the boxing world. As I said, making connections isn't a bad thing. If nothing comes to these trips, at least down the line, something may come of it, you know? So. Something will come of it. Um, what I was going to say to you, one thing I wanted to touch on, man, is something I always bring up is the value, uh, the value that fighting brought to my life. Do you know, from your experience of life so far and being so involved for boxing, um, what importance would you place on it in your own life and what, what kept you away from what it brought to your life? Well, look, I'll tell you straight up, boxing, is the, boxing and fight games is the most... It creates so much and teaches so much self-discipline, you know, it's as simple as that. You know, as I said, it's not a team sport, even though I did um, suggest that we we're trying to bring that uh, team ethnic tool to the table, but uh, at the end of the day, I think it makes you become your own man, realistically, mm. you know. 
there is no one to pass the ball, as I said. You have to become your own man. You have to find your own way in life. Now, as I said, there's a lot of pros and there's a lot of cons to it. I feel like when I was growing up, I feel like everyone wanted to fight me because I was a boxer. Mm. And I done, my, uh, I done my very best to fight every single one of those people. Don't, don't give me a round. Go to Troja. Yeah, exactly, you know. So, like I said, I, there's a negative to that as well. But what it does teach you is it does teach you how to fight, like, realistically, man. Everyone needs to know how to fight, mm. you know. But, um, yeah, without a shadow, though, it teaches a lot of self-discipline. It teaches, you know, it teaches that's a lot. Brilliant. I did my very best. <laughs> <laughs> you know, no, but that's, that's no joke. Like, you know, I, I think they might put a target on your back. You know, uh, for saying? sure. But, but as you get older, I think people it's really, character building, like it, it is character building. But it, it teaches a lot of self-discipline, a lot of a lot of self-respect. You have to respect your coaches. Mm. But don't get me wrong. As I said, I fell away from the game myself for a while in my early twenties, and. You know, I, I did a lot of stupid things, like, look, don't we all, you know, it's like a lot of things I regret, some things I don't regret so much, but at the end of the day, when I fell away from boxing was my worst years. Yes. You know, I'm really back in the game now, as I said, not competing myself, but just in a coaching capacity, mm. I'm really loving life, mm. I'm bouncing off you guys, you know, life is good. Mm. I feel every young fella should learn how to defend himself, whether it's Thai boxing, kickboxing, karate or boxing, mm. anything along the lines of that. Just have that self-confidence that they can walk down the street and if someone tries to take their phone, they're going to be able to defend yeah. themselves. And it makes you less likely as well to be a, be a dickhead, isn't of it? Of course, they're, they're man. Really Listen, it really grounds people. Like, yeah. You know, I'm telling you, like, there's nothing more humbling than getting a punch straight in the face. I'm telling you straight out, man. There is nothing. There is nothing like it. You might think you're on top of the world, and there's always someone around the corner that's going to bring you down a peg. Ready like to line up that thing, man. Yeah, as I said, man. I tell you, I I fought some really good guys. I've had some really good wins over the years. And I just actually, funnily enough, my old coach sent me a picture of my book. Uh, I think it was my first 35 fights. I think I won 26 in my first 35. That's so the way it was, I might have had four in the last one. Might have won five in the last mm. one. And it was always kind of like you know. As I said, you're just building this bit of momentum and then you meet some little fucker who's going to take that off you. Like, you know what I mean? And both of my losses, man, here in the country were due to, due to an overestimation of my abilities. Like, exactly, bro. And as I said, and it does ground you. It brings you back down to reality, which is always good, you know? Mm, 100%. Well, listen, lads, I said, believe it at that, Sean. Yeah, why that not? was a serious yeah. interview, man. That's bang, bang, clubber lang. That's a big part of Limerick's backbone when it comes to boxing. A name you're going to know in the future. So follow him on Instagram at clubber lang and just keep an eye out for the future. We have a man that's working with the two Dunmans, working with a lot of us and bringing us into the boxing world. And yeah, you're going to be seeing a lot of us in the future. Thanks, William, for coming All on. All right, bro. cheers, lads. Thanks for having Go me. On. Mount you throw. Boom. Yep. <laughs>